tripping over sideways, tumbling down the stairs. You got me right there. You got me, got me love drunk. Maybe spin the bottle. Come on, baby, truth or dare. You got me right there. You got me, got me love drunk. It's really hard to work technology when you have been drinking. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. You okay, know, cool. We're going to figure it out. Hello and welcome to Love Drunk. Cheers. <laughs> I am your host, Charlotte Rose. I am here today with the wonderful, incredible, my recently new wonderful friend, yeah. uh, Luis Reyes. Here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison and anything is on the table except for... Gin. That's right. <laughs> we do not drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you would like to drink gin on a podcast, then start, start your, your own, own podcast. podcast. Oh. Luis is already, like, on top of it. Yeah. He's here. He's ready. Love Drunk, number one fan. You listened to a couple episodes before you started. Yes, before, I did. Yeah. I did listen to a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm going to get drunker than these two people are drunk. <laughs> That's what I've been noticing a lot. A lot of people come in. They're like, what's the drunkest anyone's ever gotten? I'm going to beat that. And I'm like, all right, you guys have fun. I have nothing going on. I'll, I'm going to get really <laughs> drunk tonight. And then I'm going to watch a movie with friends afterwards. That's amazing. Um, that's the best possible thing you could possibly do, honestly. We're coming. Oh, he set that so quietly down on the, the nightstand. That's good. No, oh, you did it good? well. Yes, oh, you did it well. Shit. Okay, cool. You did it well. A lot of people are just like, well, and then just cause problems for it. Um, so Luis and I are like, we, I knew of you for a while, had heard your name in passing, uh, but now we're best buds, obviously. Mm -hmm, Um, so I'm really excited to have you on. (laughs) And so how long have you lived in LA? About a year and a half now. Yeah. Awesome. Lived with four friends. Um, single. I've been single for, um... Fuck, I don't know now. Two years, I guess? Two years. You're going on two years of being single. Mm-hmm. Ladies, he's single. <laughs> hey. Um, I always do that, just so you know. Always, always, <laughs> you know, try to get my friends out there. Yeah, people need to know. Yeah, people, the people <laughs> need to know. And sometimes we do have people on the show who have, like, very serious relationships, just because we want to get everybody's perspective mm. and opinion. But anytime I have a single boy on here, I'm like, hey, ladies. Single girls, I'm yeah. like, no one is good enough for them, so I'm, I'm not going to shout them out at all. <laughs> so you've lived in L.A. for about a year and a half now. Um, have you been, like, on the dating apps? Have you been dating? What's been what's been happening? I, I haven't been on the dating apps. I feel like, um, I feel like I've, I, I've just wanted things to just happen just okay. because they just happen, because mm-hmm. uh, life happens. Yeah. And I also tried dating apps, and it's weird because you have to you have to say no to so many people. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. makes me feel like uh, I don't know a dick because <laughs> I'm just swiping no on like tw- 19 out of 20 women. Okay, which I'm sure is normal. Yeah, no, it it for sure is. I, but uh, yeah, I, I swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe. I totally get that. I just don't like thinking of uh, like like women just like like reducing them to like yes or no. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I have this one story mm-hmm. in college. There was this girl that was crazy. Okay. Uh, she, but she was my friend, and we had other friends. We, I was walking up to a party with three other girls, mm-hmm. and these two douchey like frat guys were outside of a house. Mm-hmm. And then the guy says, uh, "Yes, no, yes," or something. <laughs> so oh the women passing god. by out loud, everyone could hear, and. Uh, this girl's crazy because she was smiling. Can you imagine if you were with your friends and then someone said yes, no, yes? Like, someone said no to one of your friends, mm-hmm. but maybe yes to you. Yeah. 
You wouldn't be smiling. You'd be no. Pissed. I would be pissed, and I would probably yell some expletives at them. Um, that's <sighs> the thing is, I am. <laughs> I have learned to be uh, kind of, I guess, pugnacious in a way where it's like if if someone good word. Thank you. Uh, that was like a high school vocab word <laughs> word that I really loved, and I just held on to for a long time. Um, I believe that was of mice and men was the vocab word that was from. Mm, I uh, just that in one. case you wanna you wanna <laughs> look into that. But I am, and I. What's funny is that I feel like in life and like with my relationships and with my friendships and everything, uh, I am not very confrontational at all. But when I deal with some, when someone cat calls me, um, which has happened many many times, mm. uh, when someone cat calls me or someone. Uh, you know, honks at me or does something, I immediately am like middle finger up. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. I, so, you know, if, if someone, but honestly, the, the scary thing is that being a woman, you do that. And then immediately you're like, immediately you're like, oh, I hope they don't kill me. So, yeah, you know, you're, so you're, it's you're a, engaging, exactly. like engaging um, in any way is stressful. Yeah, I so, completely get that. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a little bit stressful. So I would, uh, you know, I hope that in that, if I was ever in that situation and someone was like, yes, no, blah, 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 I'd be like, right. fuck you, asshole, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Uh, let me ask you a question based on, uh, let me give you an answer. Okay, great. <laughs> so you're a woman, uh, you're talking about, you know, like men are threatening mm-hmm. we're just like ju- large uh, scary strangers yes you never know who wants to kill you yeah so. kill you or um, uh, take kill you me. out to a nice um, dinner or truly like um, as a woman I do have to whenever I go on a date with someone that I don't actively know that I mm. haven't met before even even if it's just I've met them once um, I always text if I go out at night I always text my roommates intermittently throughout the date just to let them know I haven't been murdered oh my god see yeah. that's girl stuff I definitely yeah. never yeah ever think about that. Uh-huh. But what was your, sorry, what was your question? Um, okay, all right. So, question. Mm-hmm. Is it impossible, especially because we're talking about the dating app yes, stuff, yes, dating let's app talk stuff. about it, yeah. Is it possible for a guy mm-hmm. to date outside of his, like, friend, friend group or mm-hmm. his friend's friend group? Yes. Uh, without using dating apps and not through work? Um, so this is something that I've honestly recently realized because, like I've said many times on this podcast, I've never had a relationship. Uh, I really haven't... I feel like I have gone on more dates in L.A. than I have, like, my whole life, like, mm. before I moved out here. Because I feel like I actually got serious about, like, I want to meet new people. I want to open my horizons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is a very respectful way to approach a woman if you are at a bar or at a club or uh, the last guy I went on a date with we uh he was he was a comedian and he performed and he was really great and afterwards mm. i came up to him and was like hey you were really awesome um your set was really great and he was like oh thanks and then i i knew that i wanted to like go out on a date with him i thought he was very okay and right. so i left gave him the little arm touch as i left like oh hey it was great meeting you walked out found him on facebook messaged him we ended oh, up going out oh yeah interesting. <laughs> so um that was a long noise i just made I, no it's okay i'm gonna get drunker too <laughs> But anyway, this is you, just the beginning. Um, <laughs> you messaged so him that, on Facebook. Yeah, so I messaged him on Facebook. We ended up going out. So that was a comedy show that I had gone to not even, not even right. like, oh, I'm going to get a date out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I was just going with, you know, friends. And But then you were proactive once the opportunity yes, was there. Yes, and I understand right. that as a, as, a, as a good person, as a man, mm. 
who, you know, cares about how he comes across, you are probably not going to slide up to a girl and be like, hey, baby, you look hot. Go right. out with me. Or even, like, the Facebook message. Because uh-huh. I, I feel like... I feel like being a guy and not wanting to make women uncomfortable or put them in a position where they have to, like, I guess, reject me mm-hmm. at the risk of me being, like, a weird fuckboy about it, which is always a risk when you it reject is. a guy anywhere. Yeah. No, I completely understand. Um, like, if, if I could just explain, like, or if I could just communicate mm-hmm. before I ask them out, hey, I'm not a fuckboy, FYI. Yeah. You can say anything. You can reject me, whatever. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. I do not care about re- being rejected. I just, I get so anxious yeah. about putting women in these positions where they're like, oh, um, uh, and they have to think of an excuse, give mm-hmm. me a fake number or something like mm-hmm. that. Because the alternative would be tell me the truth and then who knows what I'm going to do because I'm just this guy that's twice yeah. your size, yeah. like looking at you, <laughs> just scary, beard, um, well, I, hair I... going everywhere. <laughs> Uh, that this is such a great conversation we're having. Um, I no, I, I really do think so. So I've had people slide into my DMs before, and I don't think there's anybody who has ever slid into my DMs that have been like, "Ooh, I want to go on a date with that guy." Ooh. But there have been. I have never had someone slide. Actually, that's a lie. Um, well, it depends. So on my personal Instagram. Everyone who has slid into my DMs, which is maybe in the last few weeks, I had like five people. And in that, the last few weeks, you've had five people slip into your DMs? Let's say month, month Also, and slipping half. into your DMs, I'm very unfamiliar with that phrase. That means yeah. some, someone just messages you. Yeah, out of the blue. Like, you don't know them, you don't follow oh, them. Oh, you don't know them. Yeah, I don't know them at all. Um, but they've all been very respectful. <laughs> no one's tried to, like, send me a dick pic. Like, no huh. one's... They've all been like, hi... I saw you. I thought you were very pretty. This oh, is my name. Blah, blah, blah. So they were all very nice. You never I know, though, not... even when you, like, turn them down. Did any of them, were they very nice at first, but then you turned them down and they were, they were just, they just became, um, like, well, ghosted first... you or became confrontational? Yeah. Well, fortunately for Instagram is if you, if the person is not following you back, mm-hmm. it never says, like, oh, this person rejected your message or whatever. It just, they just don't respond. And so I've deleted everybody. Oh. And I basically just not accepted them as someone who could message me again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've slid into people's DMs before, and I've tried to be respectful, I've tried to be kind, I've tried to, you know, and then, and it hasn't necessarily, like, worked out for me. But I think there's nothing wrong with it as long as you are respectful. Mm -hmm. And as long, you know, if you say something like, hey, you have a beautiful smile, this is my name, I would love to talk to you, or Mm -hmm. something like that. Even if I'm not necessarily, like, on board with it, I'm like, hey, they did that in a really respectful way. Cool, yeah. And I'm down. Um, I also feel like... I've had people who have aggressively approached me, like, at a club in the sense of, like, I was dancing with my friends and they just, like, put their arm around me oh or, like, God. started dancing yeah. up on me. That They're... happened, uh, Paige, you know Paige. Yes, I know uh, Paige. Paige Smith. Paige Smith. Uh, yeah, I, I was at this, um, oh, Paige and Jordan. They both got just hit on, like, a million times. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like, just guys just coming coming towards them, junk mm-hmm. first, you yeah. know? Uh, there was they one... just really like wanted to make a connection. Yeah. It doesn't matter like what kind of. Uh, Did you go to Barbarella's in Austin? Yes. Oh okay. yeah, I love yeah. Barbarella's. So there, I oh I love Barb's. Um, but there was one night in particular where there was this guy, and it was like this white dude with a mustache, and he. I was dancing with my friends, <laughs> and he came up and like put his arms around me, and I was like, no, 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 and I kind of like pushed oh, him away. Sorry, he was a white dude with a mustache. Yes. I thought you said that it was a white. It was a. Dude with a white mustache. 
was, I was nuts. picturing like Colonel Sanders coming up and grinding on you. Yeah, so it was a it was a white dude with a mustache, like a pathetic mustache. mustache. Um, oh, not like a strong mustache. No, not a strong mustache. That's see, why I was I said, picturing the strong mustache. Well, see, when I said white dude with a mustache, I meant like a pathetic mustache. I don't know <laughs> if there's any white dude in existence who can wear a mustache well. No, there are. There's are some. Are I've, there? I've met like a couple. You, okay. Even. Well, maybe I'll just and keep it's looking. It's just a look. It's like a dad look. I just can't. I can't get behind that. You know what though? Yeah, it's because it's because I don't want to have sex with these men. So I'm like, oh, cool. See, that's <laughs> it's different. Um, yeah. So I'm not kidding. This same guy, I was like, no, 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 and kind of walked away, and then he left. He came back two more times and like tried to put his arm around me, oh. tried to dance up on me, and the third time I turned around and said, I have told you no three times now. <sighs> get away from me and then he and his friends left barbs which was really funny um uh, but yeah i'd so... probably leave the planet after being called <laughs> but i don't think i just from what no, i know of you right. i don't think you would try to dance upon a girl three times after right, they have denied you right. you know um so i do th- i have been approached respectfully before and i think that it is possible and it's it's really I feel like intention is everything. I feel like if someone approached me and was like, I'm gonna fuck this girl, I like <gasps> I feel it. Um, but I've also had conversations with my male friends where they say, How do you compliment a girl's style without her feeling weird? Oh. And I say, pick one thing. Like you know, don't walk up to her and say, Hey, you look really great, like whatever. Even, you know, it can't oh, really? come across as yeah, but if you like something you can, like, her shoes or her dress or something like that. Right. You can walk up to them and say, mm-hmm. your dress is really cool. And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, cool, thank you. Wait, That's is that a flirty creepy. thing? Is that a flirt- flirting thing? Um, Not necessarily. I think that it's, like, if you truly are just like, hey, oh. I'm an outside observer. So I do but that all the time. When you're trying everyone. to flirt or Guys, just, like, girls, when you're trying to... Dogs. Well, yeah, I always feel like... <laughs> I feel like you should compliment everyone and all dogs that you ever right. run into. I really like the specific compliments, mm-hmm. too. Whenever someone gives me a specific compliment, I know... They're not bullshitting me. Mm-hmm. Even if they may be bullshitting me. But also, why would you go out of your way to bullshit someone unless you were trying to sleep with them? You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. If it was just something like, you know, I don't mm. know. Like, if I saw someone and I was like, I don't like the way they're dressed, and mm-hmm. I still went over and was like, ooh, cool <laughs> shoes. Like, that's probably like a, you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm wrong here. Uh, but yeah, uh, flirting's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to shoot my shot more. I also understand that shoot when... Shoot your shot? Yeah. Shoot your shot. Is that... What That's that like mean? asking someone out. Like, or <gasps> sliding into someone's oh. DMs. You shoot your shot. You're like, hey, I'm going to ask this Sounds person out. so sexual. <laughs> I don't think so. I really? Think just, I think I shoot think... your shot, it sounds like uh, masturbating. I always guy. thought of basketball. Like, just well, like sure. you shoot your shot, you know? It sounds like a basketball uh, metaphor for... Masturbating. masturbating okay i get that i understand where you're coming from with that um but i have recently discovered that you can ask anyone out and they might say no but mm-hmm. they could also say yes and that's what it's i true. really learned from will uh we call him codename number four who is the guy that i asked out at the comedy show mm-hmm. but yeah you can just like ask anyone out and sometimes yeah. they say yes and you're like holy shit cool like awesome yeah. and then sometimes you don't hear back from them or also getting rejected is sometimes awesome you, could, you, you ever ask someone out and then they say, whatever, no. Mm-hmm. And then you think, God, that is a relief. I just don't have to change myself. I don't have to do something next weekend. I don't have weekend. to be on my best behavior. I don't have to spend money on a date. I don't have to spend money on changing myself mm-hmm. or thinking a different way yeah. or feeling feelings. Like, I can just yeah. continue. Uh, for girls, it's like, oh, I don't have to shave. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, when you go on a date, are you are you paying? Are you paying for the girl? Are you paying for things? I always default to paying, but okay. if she says anything, mm-hmm. I'm very cool. I'm very up for splitting it. Yeah. Um, but I always default to paying just because I wanna. I wanna. I want to be open to whatever the girl wants me to do. So I, right. I, I say that, and then if she says no, then I still look good because yeah. I was going to pay for it. Right. I always reach for the bill, mm-hmm. like fully expecting to pay. I always prep myself <laughs> for paying half. Oh, paying half. Paying okay. half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always reach for the bill. I found that sometimes people are like, no. Uh, for instance, Seth, when I went out with uh, with him, he was one of those who pulled out his card and was like, this is on my tab. And he mm-hmm. was very big about, like, I'm going to pay for everything. Which oh, was, I see. Which in, was cool. in a weird way or in a cool way? Uh, it, it was cool, but because I was like, I don't think I want to continue dating this person, it made me feel bad. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I That's would probably be... why he wants to pay for the whole thing. Like, I got to lock this shit down. <laughs> I well, pay for this. She has to hang out with but me. But that's the thing. It's like I would be horrified if he went to his friends and was like, oh, I paid for everything. And this girl, like, didn't even text me back. You know? Like, I never want to I never want yeah, seem but like you, I'm not grateful. You just can't do that. Like, well, if, if you're a dick, you can do that. But, yeah. like, that happened to me recently. I went mm-hmm. on a date. Okay. I paid for this, like, expensive pot. Because I had this really good date thing, but it's so fucking expensive. Tell us I, your secrets. I, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I workshopped this with friends. Okay. And Ooh. I've gone on two dates. Love that. Okay. Uh, doing it. Okay. And I probably will go on zero more because it's so expensive. But <laughs> you come to my house. Okay. Let's say you're the girl dating me. You come to my house. Mm-hmm. I say hi to you. Uh, we start walking to this pottery place. We paint pottery while we drink. <gasps> so then I really like that because you, you get to go home and you have like a memento. Yeah. Not necessarily of us going on a date but it could be anything it could be like oh this is the plate that uh, I make to remember my uh, grandfather or whatever you I just mean hold personally on I feel like me where I am and my emotions and feelings and whatever I would straight up like if we went on a date and we did that mm-hmm. forever it would be like oh that's the plate I made when I went on that date with uh, Luis that right, one time right. uh, so I know that some girls they do they hold on and even if you don't have a second date they, mm-hmm. they're they're thinking about you just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Your continue. Mind. Continue. I'm, I'm fucking in there. <laughs> continue. <laughs> so pottery place. You. you drink. You paint pottery. Um, right. And then afterwards, we walk back. Mm-hmm. Like, to my place, uh, we can uh, go to a bar on the way there. Okay. Or we could not go to a bar. You could mm-hmm. go home. You could stay over. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very good it's a very good yeah. it's just very expensive <laughs> um i where's einstein in all of this because i feel like he should be a part of it einstein's a closer okay that's uh that's what a woman sees my dog and then she's like <laughs> she's like damn all right i'm in it i'm, I'm in that i want to i want to fuck that dog <laughs> <laughs> no here on love drunk we do not support fucking animals <laughs> Okay, so you're out there you're dating oh, dating yeah. in la um so i have to ask you luis reyes do you believe in love Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have expected that, actually. <laughs> um, you listened to a couple other podcasts. Yeah. Or episodes of the podcast. You should have expected that. Uh, okay, so I think that there are... I've actually thought about this recently, mm-hmm. and I think there's two types of love. Okay. And, like, there's two there's two useful definitions of love mm-hmm. for me. And, and one is, like... One is the one that I, like, aspire to achieve... Which is like a shared partnership where you're building something together and you have this foundation 
and you build each other up like mm-hmm. it's like being in love is makes you so dependent in a way like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true for everybody but I feel like I feel like it is. It makes you dependent on the other person. Well, I I mean, I've I've said before that never having being in a relationship, if there's something positive I can take from that, it's that I've never had to make decisions considering someone else. Right. So when you are in a relationship and you are kind of dependent on someone else, not mm-hmm. you know, not dependent in a bad way, not right. like codependent, you know, yeah, whatever. You just, it's but an inevitability. It's, it's it's something that you do think about your future in the terms of if you are with this other person. Right. So like that 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 dependence um it's like it's acknowledged by both parties mm-hmm. and they uh say to themselves uh this person is dependent on me i'm dependent on them i'm going to make this worth their while mm-hmm. i'm going to um build up build them up i'm going to build up the the goals that they want to do like mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to build them up for those goals yeah i'm going to try to make them happy i'm going to try to make them safe and comfortable uh so that's like the dream i think that's mm-hmm. what people want yeah uh, and then there's this other definition of love, which is just like, it's just a narcotic. It, 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 you you love someone. It's like, it's an infatuation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's different than infatuation because it's so personal. Because you really get to know somebody. Yeah. So it's not, it's it's beyond infatuation. Yeah. And, and I've, I've been in love in that sense. In okay. the second sense. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in the first sense. But I feel like um, in both senses, it was really toxic and just okay. codependent and miserable so i haven't really felt the like you know like the love i want to feel i guess okay but you do you you believe that it's out there somewhere you just haven't necessarily yes. felt i don't know though <laughs> well because I, I i think it's out i think they're out there in the two definitions that i stated because mm-hmm. i feel like it, sometimes it's one and sometimes it's the other uh i feel like they're 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 not... Wait, what am I trying to say? I'm a little drunk. <laughs> oh, he's love drunk, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> love drunk. 20 minutes in, That's that seems to be... Not the... I don't know if that's the right... I think it's yeah. around the same time of the earliest. <laughs> love drunk. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and check. But yeah, I feel like you, it can be one or the other. Because it was one for me. Okay. Uh, and not the other. Mm. But yeah. I So I believe in love in like very practical senses. Okay. I, I don't know if I believe in like true love. I don't know if I believe in... Uh, love, love, like it's okay. it, it's just like this partnership. I don't know. It's just, it's just I don't know, man. <laughs> Me when it comes to love, just I don't know. I don't know. I'm what, what literally just trying to. It, it, I it, I, I think um I think that my biggest opinion about love is that I think it exists. I have seen it. I've witnessed it. I don't necessarily know if everyone gets it. You know, mm. I don't know if if everyone is privy to mm. love i don't necessarily know if anyone is meant like or, or if, if everyone is meant but so what it, does you know? love mean to you like uh what, what, what how would you define i don't know the love it's, that you're it's, about? it's uh well like you were kind of talking about like a partnership where it's it's something where you support each other and and you are living life um and you feel like not everyone's meant for that well i don't know you know i, I don't mm. necessarily know if uh, maybe and maybe this is just me being jaded at never having a relationship or you know anyone who is like really cared about me you know uh, but it's it's you know I, I I don't necessarily know if it's out there you know I don't know if it's right. coming like okay. I don't know if I think that when you're young it's very easy to think that someone is gonna come and save you hell yeah, yeah. I really believe that mm-hmm. man I. <laughs> 
so you know like nice guys you know that whole term yeah. it's mm-hmm. like it's like guys who feel entitled mm-hmm. to like women's love yeah um i feel like i'm definitely not one of those guys uh-huh. number one let me just establish that mm-hmm. but i feel like i i i get it uh, I, I feel like I get where that would come from with someone who's like chemically imbalanced where it's like you just you watch these Disney Channel original movies and there's like this hot sexy guy mm-hmm. and uh, he's like a dick and he's dating this girl and uh-huh. she's like mm, I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm with this hot sexy Brad guy and um, <laughs> but he treats me like shit and then you're just the, the protagonist is always just like a nice guy not uh-huh. even a necessarily great guy yeah uh, but he always ends up with a girl, and so I just, I feel like I grew up thinking, like, oh, I guess that'll happen for me. But yeah. then once the reality set in, I, I wasn't, like, fucked up in the head and, yeah. and like, expecting more than I was getting. Yeah, um, I, I definitely think that when I was, uh, like, I guess really when I was, like, interested in boys was, like, middle school, and, um, no, I mean, I had crushes in, like, elementary school and stuff, but... Middle school was when it really started to like matter to me a whole lot. Yeah, but Are I you don't obsessed even know. With boys, I wasn't obsessed with boys. I was. I. I really did have a. <laughs> this is actually a funny story. I had a crush on a boy, and mm. um, I told him that I liked him, and he told me, and it was over um, AIM Instant Messenger that I told him that I liked him, and then he <laughs> called me. This was eighth grade. Uh-huh. Um, I told him I liked him, and then he called me, and, we, and we we talked. Yeah, very classy. That is we, very classy. It was a very classy. That's ballsy, we we too. talked about it, and he was like, "You're my friends. I care about how you feel. However, I don't see you in that oh. way." <laughs> Um, yeah, and he was like, but your friendship is very important That's to me. Like, were, very, very... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no. Um, but, and I was sad, but I was like, hey, you know, I'll get over it. We're still really, really good friends. Um, that was eighth grade. Fast forward to freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, near the end of freshman year, he would get, like, kind of flirty, but I was over it because I was, you know, I yeah. was like, okay, you said this You're to me. You're growing up. Yeah, exactly. I'm growing up. Um, and then near the end of freshman year, he tried to revisionist history me <laughs> and say, I've always had a crush on you. And I said, no, 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 you did not because mm-hmm. I told you in eighth grade that I liked you and you said that you did not like me. And he goes, I never knew you liked me in eighth grade. <laughs> had I known, we would have dated. Like, I'm just wondering why nothing ever happened between us. And I was like, no, that Bad. is not what happened. I don't. Youth. He was like trying to gaslight me and tell me that like what I was saying did, was not the truth. I bet. I bet it wasn't intentional. I, I just think that like being young, you're forming all these memories, mm-hmm. and your mind is just racing, just trying to you know grasp existence and mm-hmm. mortality and <laughs> everything. And right. then also these hormones are just mm-hmm. fucking going everywhere. So well, it's just like a whirlwind of uh Well then I I told Yeah, I but then I told him I was like I got over it and mm-hmm. I don't have feelings for you and then he I will never forget this. Um <laughs> he one time it like and then after he's like, "Oh, okay, like blah blah, and we moved on." And then he messaged me on Facebook again and was like, "I had this crazy dream last night it was you and me and we were dancing (laughs) and i was like hey just so you know hey just so you know i or i don't i don't think i even responded to it (laughs) and then i told one of my friends i was like yeah this guy keeps trying to like hit me up and then he messaged me like the next day and was like um i hear you're telling people that i like you and i don't even like you (laughs) man fuck this guy how old was he well, this was uh, this was high school, so, or freshman year of high school, so he was like fourteen or fifteen. Oh, I see. Um, which makes sense, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was. 
How's he doing now? Uh, I don't really know. Um, has he, he gained weight? <laughs> Yeah, he has. Yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> he still watches all of my Instagram stories, even though I don't follow him on Instagram. And oh. I'm like, please stop. Please stop. And after that, every, like, once I... <gasps> I just spilled. I'm I so didn't sorry. even see that. It's okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, also, did we say what drink we're drinking? I don't think we ever did. Uh, I, we're drinking tequila sodas. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to get hungover. Yeah, that's true. But I do want to get hella fucked up. Yeah. Hey. High five away from the mic. Boom. Nice. Yeah. So, and then every once in a while, he'd hit me up, like, years later. And I'm like, and it would just be like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, great. Why? Like, why is this happening? Oh, I see. Um, But yeah, so I still, like, scroll through my Instagram story, people who watched it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. why? Why? Mm -hmm. What do you get out of this? We have not talked in a very long time. Um, Maybe I'm just the one who, that got away, you know? Yeah. I think I think uh, a lot of people just need like some kind of construct to just throw their loneliness at. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, Charlotte, I'm lonely. What if Charlotte? What if I had just made different decisions in my life? <laughs> oh, you know, because if you throw your loneliness at, at a construct, mm-hmm. then there's less of it like in your chest. It's it's, it's like farther away yeah. from you. You know, what I, I mean? get that. I but I also I don't think I've ever had someone who um, you don't I mean, you don't need crushes. No, I no, I have crushes. Well, when I when I don't have crushes on real people, I have crushes on celebrities, and then I, I go to sleep thinking really? about uh, becoming famous and then meeting them. Like, oh, that is a slippery slope. Yeah, no, I know. Um, <laughs> I've invented entire uh, storylines and, and uh, feelings and breakups and makeups and all that. Jazz. With celebrities? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. so sad. Celebrity shit is sad because we're just primates and we're mm-hmm. just looking at this TV screen uh-huh. and we're like. Gosh, uh, Monica from Friends is she's so funny. I love her. She's Corny my Cox. friend. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched Friends, but uh-huh. that's just my example. Yeah, it's like this is my friend. I know this person. And then, especially moving to LA, and you see like some like Courtney Cox or whoever, mm-hmm. and then you realize like they're just like, people, and yeah. they probably have their own. You right. know, they they have their uh, their flaws and their right. Yeah, but it, their your biology and your, your your brain is just telling you this is the person that I love and who mm-hmm. who I know. You know, yeah. I want to go up and talk to this person, but mm-hmm. if you did, uh, it'd be sad because yeah. you don't know them at all. Yeah, Crazy. I try not to, and and I'm I'm not saying that I've seen like a bunch of famous people in LA since living here, but I've seen a couple. But then I also see them when I'm like they're eating brunch. I don't want to interrupt that. I don't mm-hmm. want to like go over to them and be like, take a picture with me. Like that's mm-hmm. not you know they're just people living their lives, mm-hmm. and maybe that's coming from someone who like hopes to one day be like a successful actor who's like well known and stuff um, oh, cool. and yeah but oh that's my dream if you didn't know <laughs> by the way if we're talking about dreams or my whatever my hope is to own a house before I'm dead oh my god owning a house oh my god can is, you imagine can you imagine you pay money every month and it goes towards something instead yeah, of just instead into of the just into the ether. abyss god damn it <laughs> oh my god yeah paying rent is so sad because I feel like every month I forget about it and then the the first of the month pops up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all my money. Um, also, my birthday is on March 1st, <laughs> and so I have to pay rent on my birthday, which uh-huh. I hate. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like that month should just be free for me, but mm. whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of things should be free. Oh, Everything should be honestly, free. Honestly, every... I'm well, a communist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what... Oh, what let me ask you a question about okay. uh, love. Ask me a question about love. So, um... So assuming things go well in like a like a 
you know, the beginning of a, a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. people are, you know, someone's pursuing, someone's being pursued. Yes. Uh, which part is harder? Is it par- harder for the man? Assuming it's a heterosexual coupling. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is it harder for the man who's pursuing, or is it harder for the girl who's being pursued? Um, and just, like, general, just in your dating life in general. Because that's the, gener- life, the gender expectation, is that the guy's supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. like, ask the girl out. Yeah, um, so the thing is that I feel like every single person on my list every you know everything was always just like i was very much the one who was like more involved like oh did you start Um, it did you go up and um, instigate these relationships so are you the um what's it called the flint i don't know that's a bad metaphor god um i will go ahead and say that most of these i did not start Um, uh i was the one who was pursued and then See, but that's the thing is, is I go into every like thing and think like this person doesn't like me, like they're not interested. Mm-hmm. And then when they are, I'm like, whoa, what? That's crazy. That's a good um, mindset to have. Yeah, pleasantly surprised yeah, instead of disappointed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is when I'm like, oh my god, they do like me. Then I get like really involved and very into it, and then I'm the one who's like texting them and like they're not responding uh, or I'm... so you over like not that you overextend but uh-huh. between the two of you you, yeah, over, I'm, you extend I'm, the I'm, most I'm definitely the one who You're the is extender. Um, always also if if I have um, if there's a person that I'm dating usually they are like on my mind all the time like that's the person I'm thinking right. about always and so you know I, I think that it would be cool to have someone that you can, like, text about your day or, like, something like that. So mm-hmm. I always try I, – maybe I put too much on someone before it's, right. like – Yeah, you know? I like, feel like that's also a product of our ages because mm-hmm. I feel like I, that that's something big that I have to grapple with now that I'm getting older. It's just uh-huh. that um, I feel like a lot of people are starting to think about uh, family planning and shit like that, mm-hmm. which is very responsible and practical. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like – I don't know. It's scary. You go on a date or um, you just talk to a girl and uh, you don't know if, not necessarily a girl, but you just talk to someone mm-hmm. in our age range and up and it's like people people have this need, you know, they, they have this quota to fill in, yeah. in like the most, uh, like, like I'm being empathetic to that mm-hmm. as much as possible because you do have a quota to fill. You do have to, like if you do want children, you have to pair off with somebody. It's, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah, and especially for women, too, is the whole, like, I I mean, I took a fertility and reproduction class at uh, UT, and they basically were like, well, 30 onward, your eggs oh, are just dying Jesus out. You're just drying Christ, up, and man. I'm sitting there as, at the time, I think I was, oh, God, I was, like, 22, and I and was, you were like, already, like, and I was already panicking, it. and so now I'm, like, 25, and I'm just like, yeah. shit, what it's, am I going to do? It's the reality. You know? it's, yeah. That's adult shit right yeah, there. Yeah, that is, like, um... You go on a date with a guy and it's like, can this guy be, could this guy even, even possibly be like a guy Mm -hmm. or even, even someone reminiscent of a guy Mm -hmm. that I would, you know, fucking be with that, that is so much pressure like Mm -hmm. on both parties. So I feel like, um, I feel like that pressure, uh, cause sometimes I, uh, like I, I have this difficulty because I just don't know where flirting ends and when, and I don't know what flirting is compared to just being nice. Like, I, yeah. I talk to... Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a pretty coquettish person. Mm-hmm. So, I just... Um, I never want to lead someone on. Right. I never want someone to impose 
uh, to 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 like impose an image on me, mm-hmm. like I'm you know have this need that I can't fill, and I don't want to feel responsible for that because you know it's 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 hard. It's yeah. really hard out here, um, and it's yeah. only going to get harder every year and year we get <laughs> yeah, older. Yeah, very truly, and I think that uh, I think that a lot of issues in my past is that once again I say that I go into things assuming that someone like doesn't like me and then Mm -hmm. it's a lot of you know your friends witnessing and they might not know that person and so your Uh friends are like oh he's so into you like he really likes you but like how (laughs) I just did this recently with a friend a friend had a big crush Uh and I I was like dude this girl is into you uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and then um he went for it she said yes but then later she said no um uh-huh. wait did they go on a date and no then... they didn't oh so she said yeah she said yes to the date but then later she was like i i, I made the wrong choice I don't, I don't think i can go through with this oh, etc wow. oh wow um and it sucks yeah it sucks because yeah. i don't know everything's just like more potent right now yeah, um, and and when I was in college, I had this guy Derek, and we were in a show together, and and I honestly like I had a crush on him, but it was buried under layers of stuff, and mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, "Oh my gosh, like he likes you, like he so likes you," and then oh, the, the crush, you know, unearthed itself. Yeah, you <laughs> and, allow yourself to feel. Yeah, things. and then um, and then it it didn't go great. So, <laughs> and then afterwards. I was almost angry at the people who had egged me on, but obviously it's not their fault. You know? Yeah, they're like, like they of course, know. why wouldn't they? Yeah, I love of you. Of course this fucking of guy course loves this, you. Of course Who this is this guy, fucking like, guy? Yeah. Um, that was how I felt. I was like, what? What's not to like? You're awesome. Uh-huh. And then it ended up not going super <laughs> great. That's why you got to go to a third party who mm-hmm. doesn't like you. You just ask a stranger, <laughs> a stranger on the street. Would you and fuck you're me? Just like... <laughs> Would you fuck me just if you like, were hey, this amount of hot? Oh my god! Just hold up a picture of the guy you're talking about. Yeah, no, I just, um, yeah, dating's really hard and figuring things out. And like I mentioned before, there was a like I feel like sometimes people just lie. Yeah. And maybe they don't even know that they lie, but they lie. Like, uh, like the the last date I went on, this dude told me multiple times he wanted to see me again, and and I uh, like, and then he, he did just it just not end up happening, or did he make the conscious effort to not see you? Again? Well, I texted him twice and didn't get a response. I double, <gasps> I did the double text. Ooh, man, and got I no don't response. believe in ghosting. I think I, I believe in it more for girls because girls go through all kinds of shit I don't understand. Yeah, but yeah. for guys, it's like I never ever go someone mm-hmm. unless they're really not being cool but yeah and so well that's one thing if they're just like not being cool like mm-hmm. i asked him like i texted him uh last friday and was like last th- this last friday yeah this last friday it's an ongoing right now. uh thing then. well no yeah so he's not on the list uh, i haven't added him yet <laughs> uh well on the on the podcast we called him codename number four but i texted him last Friday and was like, what are you up to today? And he was like, oh, I'm doing this thing with my friends. And I was like, oh, cool, where at? And then didn't get a response. Oh, man, fuck that. Yeah, uh, so I didn't get a response. And then I respond to every text message. I'm going to finish what I'm saying and I'm going to say another thing. Um, uh-huh. So then, so that was last Friday. And then on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, mm-hmm. I texted him and was like would you want to get together this week and then I got no response so oh, I was like man. okay cool um, also I don't know if people think that ghosting like I don't know if people try to pass it off as like oh I didn't have my phone like everyone has their phone on them 24-7 yeah some people are shitty at texting I totally get that Um, but if it's a direct question yeah like 
someone's going to give you Absolutely. a response. And, and if they don't, like, you can't pass off. <laughs> like, this is not the early 2000s where not everyone had a phone. Right. You know, everyone's got a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Everyone has access to their cell phone at least own up once to during the day. Like, just to wanna, say, like, hey, if, I'm sorry, I don't, you know. But that's the thing. Like, if you don't want to see me again, then tell me you don't want to yeah, see me again. Yeah, of course. It'll, and it's like, yeah. We're I'll all be, adults, or we I'll, should be, at uh-huh. least. And, yeah, I'll be upset, but you'll never know that. Because <laughs> you'll be gone doing whatever, and I'll just be upset on my own. And so instead, I feel like right. ghosting is just really disrespectful. I feel like Honestly. right now at this stage, mm-hmm. um, we're we're twenty somethings. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the most um, quintessential. Like we're we're all still kids and we're mm-hmm. playing at being adults. Yeah, and that that that's going to be true for the rest of our lives. Truly. But I feel like yeah. right now that's the most potent because we we're just coming out of fucking college or mm-hmm. high school or whatever, yeah. and we're expected to be adults, and so people are still like adjusting. And it's hard. It's crazy. Yeah. I just can't, I don't know. I can't imagine, like, being someone who has just been pursued so often that you're like, no, I'm just not going to, like, talk. Like, I, <laughs> if I didn't like someone, I straight up, like, tell them. Um, Really, the only exception is Seth, but I feel like we ghosted each other because we went on a date and then mm. I was like, I'm not going to text him out of the blue and be like, I'm not interested in you. So the, the next double time, ghost. That's so, the most chill. Yeah, uh, that's the most chill, calm yeah. way to do it. Because I <laughs> told myself in my brain, I was like, if he, because also we went out on like a Friday night and then he told me that he had a very busy weekend. Like mm-hmm. he had like a, a work party and, um, Fair. and then his friend's birthday and all this stuff. He's like, I'm going to be drunk all weekend basically. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to text him cause he's going to be really drunk this weekend. Mm. And so I was like the next time, I'm not going to text him out of the blue and be like, bye. Mm-hmm. So the next time he texts me, Smart. I'm going to be like, Hey, just mm-hmm. so you know, you're a totally cool person. Would love to be friends, but I don't feel like going beyond that. Oh, and then he never texted you? And he never texted me. So That's we ghosted awesome. each other. It was yeah. amazing. That's the only time that has ever That's happened to me. the best. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Um, so yeah, I was happy with it. It's like the um, conversational sociological equivalent of having sex with someone and then you both uh, orgasm at the same time. <laughs> it's like, this could not have worked out any fucking better. You're like, what? Wow, has that ever happened to you? No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. No. I think it's actually a myth. I don't think it's ever yeah, happened. Yeah, no, I to think anyone. it's something that happens in fan fiction and like romance novels, orgasm you know? At the same time. Or- that's such a Hollywood bullshit. Orgasm, that's bullshit. Thing. That is bullshit. <laughs> I got aggressive. I like punched my fist. Um, so I do have a question for you. Okay, shoot. <laughs> um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just choked on some water. I, I, I can't drink liquids. Also, you're the first person who's had water along with their alcohol on Love yeah. Drive, just so you know. Very smart. Mm-hmm. Very practical. Very, very smart. We're not going to be hungover. Yeah, I we, think I'm going to be fine. Yeah, I honestly think we're going to be great. I'm going to have, by the end of this, 10 shots at least. I don't know where it's heading. Everyone's always trying to one-up each other on Love Drunk. That's not why I started this podcast, but I think it's hilarious. So, honestly, as long as no one's drinking gin, I am A-okay. But the question I have for you is, are you going to get married and can I come? Oh, that's a good question. I assume I'm going to get married. I don't really feel like I want to, but... um... Okay. It's not that I don't want to, it's just that currently as I am, my chemistry, my, my outlook, I don't want to. But okay. I know just statistically that I, there's going to be this ghost of like this father, this loving father, it's going to overtake me and that's going to be who I'm going to become. Okay. Just because statistically, of course, that I mean, that's what, every yeah, time I have a conversation with a 20-something and they're like, 
oh, I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I always think, I'm going to remember this because I know you're going to fucking have a kid. Uh, and you're just saying that because you're young and you can say shit like that. You can say shit and not like, cause the hammer hasn't dropped yet. Yeah. When, when it comes to kids, I am the first person to say that I don't want to give anyone else any attention right now. I want all the attention. Right. When you get pregnant and then you have a kid, your kid gets all the attention. Not ready for that. A hundred percent. First of all, financially, not ready for that. Oh my God, no. Um, but then also I see <laughs> adorable babies and I look and I think, oh my God, what's my baby going to be like? And I, I, for sure, right now I have baby fever and it's oh, yeah. the worst. Oh my God. Because my brain knows I'm not mm. ready for a baby. I don't want to be pregnant. Right. I have an IUD that lasts <clears throat> me for another 10 years, but um, mm-hmm. I can take it out at any time. If I have no it, idea but. what women go through. Cause me, oh, it's oh, like, yeah. if I want to, if I want a child at 65, I'll be like, all right. <laughs> Literally. Okay, let's do it. Literally. Um, no, so I have I have an IUD, and I hope that it's not going to stay. So you can get it removed at any time. But mine what, is Sorry, good what for, can you get removed? Um, an IUD. That's an intrauterine. No, an intrauterine device, oh. which is, it goes, <laughs> so it's like sense. a little T-shaped thing. Mm-hmm. And I have the non-hormonal one, so it's wrapped in copper wire. And non-hormonal, non-hormonal. One? Yeah. That's so there are better. some that have hormones. So okay. I was on I was on birth control for a really long time because of my acne. Um, and then I was like, hey, if I can get off this like birth control, I'd love to get off of it and not have to take a pill every day because I took a pill at the same time every day for. Oh, God. Okay, so I started when I was 15, and I went off when I was 24. Oh, Jesus fucking Yeah, so Christ. nine years. Yeah, every I, day when you, I was... You ask yeah. a guy, they don't know that. They don't know how hard it is to be regimented about uh-huh. your birth control Yeah, I had an con- alarm on my phone, and no matter what I was doing, I was like, gotta get my... I had it in my purse, <sighs> like I had to take my birth control. Um, See, that's why women have purses. I, I want a purse so bad. Yeah. You can just have all the shit you need. It's so convenient. I used to be a wallet girl. I used to have like a little, like a wristlet, which is like a very, it's like a wallet, but it has a strap and you carry it around uh-huh. your wrist and I couldn't carry anything in it at all. Um, yeah, But absolutely. now I have like a, a small purse where I can carry most things. That's one of the two like advantages that women have over men. Mm-hmm. Everything else, it sucks to be a woman. Yeah, for sure. But we can carry purses. Um, you can carry purses. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so um, an IUD is like a T-shaped thing. And the non-hormonal one has like a copper wiring. Because apparently sperm doesn't... They don't like copper. Which sperm I, does not like copper. Apparently. That's wow. what I found out. Um, and they put it in your uterus. And that means that no, no baby or anything, like uh, nothing can exist there. Okay, cool. At all. So I have it, mm-hmm. and it's going to be good for the next 10 years. 10 years? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do anything? Nope. Holy shit, that anything. sounds great. Well, yeah, well, the great? whole thing is, it's it's great in the sense that if I have unprotected sex, I'm like, amazing, I'm not pregnant. Still might, might have STDs. Might, <laughs> might have an STI. We should probably check that out. I just um, got an STD check recently. Uh-huh. Very um, pragmatic. Um, I would definitely check yeah, free, no, freestdcheck.org if okay. you want to check. I went to AHF uh, Wellness Center on Western. It was very nice, very clean. Just if anyone wants any STD checks, because it's very important to Yeah, and, and Luis, to Luis told me about it, and I'm definitely going to go to there, because my regular doctor, I have to do a copay of $30, and oh, no. sometimes yeah. you just have you just don't want to spend $30, but I should check, because... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it was cool. They gave me this whole, like, 
quiz about uh, STD checks and STDs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so I just know a lot more. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not. A, I, and I'm, you know, clean. Mm-hmm. I'm not That's saying fine. that I'm like a. I'm just doing that every weekend, but doing sometimes. Every weekend. Sex. Um, uh, I see. But <laughs> but sometimes things happen, and you're just like, ooh, I should probably check up on that. Um, yeah, everyone should just check up occasionally. Mm-hmm. Everyone should check occasionally. Mm-hmm. If it's just like been a little while, you should definitely check about it. But yeah, so anyway, hopefully I will take out this IUD before the full 10 years elapses, because that would be when I'm 34. So you have a, a T-shaped um, copper construct in your uterus As right we now. speak, my friend. <laughs> As, we As we speak, it is up there, yeah. happening, killing all those little sperm that yeah. want to try to impregnate me. All the sperms are like, man, I want to hang out here. They're like, fuck copper this. Copper everywhere. Bye. Uh, then no. I get the memo, I fucking hate this shit. Yeah, which is really good. And apparently they're like 99.8% effective. Oh, cool. But if in that 0.2%, if you do get pregnant, it's more likely to be an ectopic pregnancy. <gasps> what does which that means mean? um, That means that the egg and sperm implants in your fallopian tubes. And oh, you could, so that's really fucked up. Yeah, you I, could you could that. super die if that happens. Yeah, so if I absolutely. if I am pregnant, then I gotta get that taken care of. Yeah, you um, gotta you gotta know as soon yeah, as possible. Yeah, that's and that's why scary. I wanted. But that's that's why I wanted the non hormonal because with the with the hormonal you stop having your periods, and with mm-hmm. the non hormonal I'm like I gotta still have my periods just so I know just so I know everything's like are periods still good, you know good in any way. They're good so, in that if you have unprotected sex, you're like, cool, I'm not pregnant. Besides that, uh, cool. not great at all. Yeah, I bet. Nope, nope, nope I'm glad nope, I don't nope, have to deal nope, with that nope. shit. That sounds yeah, um, very annoying. It's funny you ask that because I just started my period today. Nice. Yeah, so um, so that's a fun... You're just super uncomfortable for a couple days and... Uh, yeah, Bloating but, is, is about the worst thing you can experience, mm-hmm. and apparently that's all it is, and cramping and <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, cramping. It sounds Cramping's awful. The worst. Cramping's the worst. You just feel generally uh, uncomfortable for a handful of days, and then uh, and then it's over, and you're like, yay. But you also can't have any, um, well, I mean, there are some people that are like, I don't care if you're on your period, let's still have sexy time, which is great. Uh I'm but so sorry. It's okay. I just built some more on on Charlotte's bed. Please. Um, uh, but yeah, so I also when I'm on my period, I'm like, stay, just get away from me. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> like, don't. Really? Yeah. I'm very much like, and it's not even like, oh, I don't want you to see me like this. It's just like I feel gross. Don't touch me. <laughs> Do, okay, this might be too personal. Let's let's bring it up. Anyway. Um, I feel like with a lot of women, uh-huh. from what I've gathered, they, they're on their period and they want to have sex more. Because they just yes, want... you get like, super it, it's horny on your period. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you do. So it's, it's yeah. a constant battle between, like, I'm super horny, but also, like, if you touch me, I will die. Like, I truly just, like, don't... Oh, of embarrassment or, or No, what? just, like, of I feel gross. Like, don't, like... So, like, embarrassment. Yeah. No, no, not embarrassment. It's not that I, I don't want you to see me in a certain okay. light. It's uh-huh. that I feel gross and I don't want you to touch me. Oh, I see. It's different. It's just sort of like a, ugh, stop. Like, instead of like a, oh, no, don't look at me like Wait, this. Wait, so you simultaneously don't want someone to have sex with you, mm-hmm. and you simultaneously do want someone to yeah, have sex Yeah, being with a woman is super hard. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, I should say having a vagina is super hard. Yeah. Because there are some women who don't have vaginas. Um, I had a girlfriend for about three three years, mm-hmm. and when she would get her period, um, I would be, like, we would still have sex, and mm-hmm. it would be um, kind of better. <laughs> Wait, how do you mean? 
Well, I think I think I'm just really attracted to the idea of someone like needing to have sex. Does that make sense? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you about? attracted to like vulnerable people? No, just you know, because it's it's that whole you know. It's... Wait, also it is no, but I will say it's it's very cool and fun when someone like wants you. You know, like of course, it's a very yeah. like it's just like ooh, cool, great. If we're talking about love, I would much much rather be uh, heartbroken over this girl who rejected me than be hungover. It's funny you say Fucking that. I hate being hungover. It's very funny you say that because in the car on the way home to my apartment for us to do this, um, I had to pee so badly and I said out loud in a car with two people as my witness, I said, you know, heartbreak sucks, but the worst feeling in the world is having to pee when yes. you can't pee. Yes. I hate because peeing is the best. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than pooping. Um, I hate pooping. Yeah, pooping sucks. I don't. There are a lot of people. Um, I actually heard that if you like pooping, you'll probably like anal. And that's, I don't know. I hate pooping personally. Oh, shit. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, to. That can't be true. You don't like pooping? You don't like anal? That's, that's I'm not a whole saying. No, thing, I'm not. No, that's different. If you like pooping, if you're actively like, ooh, yeah, this is a great feeling, then you will probably enjoy it. Having anal. something up your ass feels like pooping. I any, yeah, no, but any I've comedian never... who's had like a prostate exam has probably told you that, but it's true. I can tell you as a non-comedian, mm-hmm. objective observer, yeah. having something up your ass sounds feels like it. Uh, you're pooping. <laughs> well, it's actually a female a female comedian who is like, if you like pooping, if you're like, oh yeah, pooping, that's a great feeling, uh-huh. then you probably will like anal. I don't get combining I... those two. Um, well, it's something coming out versus senses. something coming in. Huh? Why wouldn't it's the same thing? Right. Really. It's just having something in there. I don't I understand women who like anal because men have prostates. And so that I get because it's like, oh, something's going on in there. I, yeah. God put something in there to feel pleasure. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. women, it's like they don't have prostates. So, um, so I don't get what I don't. Not, I feel no like judgment, obviously, because yeah, no I know a lot of women really like anal. But um, I'm just. Um, I'm not into butt stuff. That's that's a love drunk exclusive. Not into butt stuff. Oh, shit. Did we knows. just hit new ground? We, oh, yeah, 100% <laughs> did. Good. Yeah, no, the most recent uh, love drunk we did, we were talking about, um, we are talking about dicks. Or, like, dicks we've Shannon seen. Is Cloud? No. Oh. That was uh, my friend Maddie Dennison, which oh. was the episode before this one. But I said something about, like, oh, yeah, he probably wants to see if I talk about his dick and she goes talk about his dick and I'm like alright I'll talk about his dick um, because that's that's the intention and also my mom's not going to listen to this so you know why not just go for it let me ask you something as a woman mm-hmm. are dicks nice to look at in any way because they look really scary to me they're not I look at one every day it's like a little alien creature <sighs> staring back at me so there's um so I said this on the most recent podcast, but I feel like if someone remembers a dick very well, mm-hmm. there's probably something wrong with it. <laughs> I feel like most dicks. Most, a good yeah. dick is uh, a good dick is like a good toupee. Yeah, you can't tell there's anything wrong. With it. But that's exactly it. Where it's, it's <laughs> you're not supposed to notice a dick. <laughs> If you notice that something's wrong with it, that's really yeah. Funny. No, but that's how I feel. Where it's I I'm guess not, the same is gonna, true for vaginas. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the number of dicks I've seen, but I will go ahead and say that pretty much every dick I've seen mm-hmm. 
has been pretty average. Um, there was like one that was a little above average, which proved to be a problem. Um, above later. average, yeah, like like, like bigger, like than, bigger, yeah. Um, which Oof. was actually more of a more of an issue than anything. Yeah, it I sounds like, like an lot, issue to have a big dick. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I want a big dick," but like, just so you know, like. Women can only take so much. It's yeah. not like an endless abyss. I don't. It I don't truly, want my dick to be any bigger. If it, you are the natural, <laughs> if you are, the, uh, all I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm a very normal sized dick. I'm not saying that it's very large. If you're, if but you're the it natural, is very normal sized, and I don't want it to be bigger. So if, I just can't imagine the, who yeah. wants like a mondo dick. But yeah, so pretty much every dick I've seen has been the same. And I feel like it's actually a bad thing if you, like, remember specifically, like, oh yeah. my god, there's, like, a dick. dick. Dicks are not, like, gross or anything. They're not, like, bleh. But you, um, Do you never look at a dick and think, whoa, that's that's a strange worm creature that's staring at me? No. Because no? they're all, they're, they all pretty much, like I said, um, all of the dicks I've seen look pretty much the same so i'm like all right i pretty much know there is a moment so i've never we'll we'll go on record here i've never seen an uncircumcised dick i have an uncircumcised dick (laughs) (laughs) uncircumcised i feel like it's so good it's so comfortable it looks like a friendly penis i feel like a circumcised penis looks like it's mad an uncircumcised penis is like oh i just woke up I have my hoodie on still. Uh, what what's going on? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's not so. It's not that it's okay. But like, if if that's the case, it's not necessarily like, oh my god, get away from me. It's like, okay, we have to readjust. Wait, our if what's the case? If someone's uncircumcised. Oh, I like, see. You're like. Gotta gotta readjust our tactics here. Explain. Readjust. What do you have to readjust if someone's uncircumcised? I feel, I feel like, like uncircumcised is like the more... most ac- accommodating penis because it's like you can do whatever you want with an uncircumcised penis. Where, really? Yeah, because a circumcised penis, um, there's no foreskin. So like a hand job, I don't. I literally, I sincerely don't understand how you give an uncircumcised penis a, a hand job. I've never been given a successful hand job but that's well i feel like six okay well i'll also say we're just getting right into it yeah, um, yeah. i don't like like if fingering doesn't lead to anything i'm like wait when does fingering not lead to anything oh you'd be surprised for real someone will finger you and be like bye <laughs> be like and be like well <laughs> this is all you're getting this is what you're getting yeah because I feel like you have to do, it's like equivalent. And I feel uh, like some people think that fingering is equivalent to a blowjob, and it's not at all. Fingering not even is a little equivalent bit. to a blowjob. No, it's not. It's what? Not. Explain. I would really, I'm very interested in, in what you're saying. Well, it's right just now. like a blowjob is like, okay, so fingering is the equivalent to handjob because it's hand things. Okay. You know? Oh, so cunnilingus is the equivalent of a blowjob. Yes. Oral, that makes oral sense equals oral. Me. That's the thing. And maybe, honestly, I do know I, I, a very good friend of mine is, like, not into oral. A girlfriend of mine. Oh. She's, like, she prefers fingering. Um, I prefer oral. That's just how things are different I'm gonna, in our this is a This is a love drunk exclusive. Oh, my God. I prefer, practically over everything, performing oral. I don't know why. And I think that's very anomalous. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm drunk. An anomaly. It's anomalous. Yeah. 
but I really prefer getting oral. And um, if you, you if you prefer, interview you any prefer... girl that I've been with, mm-hmm. they will mm-hmm. confirm that. Giving or getting? Giving. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I've, uh, uh, I, I have, I, I've been involved with a couple people who are like into it and I'm like, yeah, great. And then there's some people where I'm like, this is what I want. So do it, please. Like, you know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, so you have to tell them. Yeah, which is always kind of, and I also feel like as women, a lot of times you grow up in, in or you, you uh, experience your sexuality in a way where you're afraid to ask for what you want. I, I was definitely like that for a little while, where I was like, I don't, That's interesting. I don't want to, I don't, I feel weird telling you You want to serve, it's like, um, it's like you feel like you should be servicing more than receiving. Yes, um, but also it was the last person I slept with, um, I was like, can you? Well, of course, yeah. What did he say? Well, he did it, but then afterwards he was like, I think that that's funny because usually girls don't ask me to do that. And I was like, he, but he was like, oh, I was You don't have to ask. Just do it. Just do it. Like, why not? Or at least Um, offer. And then if they're like, no, it's fine. I just want to go to sleep. Then, you know, you go to sleep. Yeah. So it's, um, but yeah. And so he, and I was like, oh, now I feel weird. And he's like, no, don't. I was into it. And I was like, well, did seriously no one... (laughs) tell you like why that's not just being polite that's you don't even have to know anything about sex to think to to know that you should just offer basically to summarize if you're if you should be giving as much as you receive yeah right right uh, unless the other person's like yeah it's fine mm-hmm. and let's go to bed because i'm tired yeah which is, there which been, is very uh, well the, also as a woman there have been times where i have faked it just to be done you know? Man, faking it. I, I, I get it. I, I don't know the woman experience, yeah. but um, I get it, but I hate it. Okay. It's what? like, mm-hmm. well, it, you know, it, it's hard because men are just scary. So it's like you want them to feel comfortable, uh-huh. but it's like if, if I'm in a relationship with you or if I'm even dating you, it's like I want to know. Not because I, it's like a male ego thing where it's mm-hmm. like I want to finish the job it's i just want i just want you to feel comfortable and just tell me like communicate yeah well and that's the thing is i as i feel like if i was in a relationship i would be more comfortable saying like hey i don't think it's gonna happen let's just let's (laughs) just be done you know like i'm tired let's go to bed i've had to do that before well, I mean, like, that's, but I feel like that's very normal. But when it's someone who you either have a friends with benefits situation or you're not, like, in a You've relationship. You've had a friends with benefits thing going oh, on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that like? That sounds um, so weird. complicated. It's it's not actually um so i so the so here's the key you mm-hmm. can't be too good of friends you know you can't be like yes, you can't be like best true. friends um so this was a person that i was I was, and it, uh, it's Child Bride, but, um, and I literally said this on the last podcast, where, uh, where he and I were, I would say, like, peripheral friends, where we would never text each other, like, hey, let's hang out. I don't even think I had his number, like, until, That's the best case scenario. Yeah, and so it was just sort of, we'd see each other, we'd be like, hey, I'm happy to see you, but, um, but yeah, we ended up sleeping together one night, and then we were just sort of like, hey, and mm-hmm. then if... Yeah, we just sort of, we, we literally did not text about it. Like, our text conversation was just like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Do you want to come over? Or, like, someone being like, hey, can you come over tonight? Or, you know, it's, it's that's, Man, yeah, that's I should it. do that shit. I've never done that. Yeah. Like, texting a girl at question mark at 3 a.m. I've never done any of that. Yeah, um, there was one time, <laughs> the funniest thing was I, I texted him and was like, hey, 
what are you doing tonight? And he was like, oh, I'm actually hanging out with some friends. And mm-hmm, I was, and mm-hmm. then I just didn't respond and I went <laughs> to sleep. Um, and I went to sleep and then like two hours later, I woke up to a text from him being like, hey, I'm done hanging out with these people. Uh-huh. Are you up? And uh-huh. I wasn't, but I was like, yeah, I'm awake. Do you uh-huh. still, like, and he was like, can I come over? And I was like, yeah, come over. And then I just like got up and like got dressed and was like. You got dressed for a guy coming over? Not super dressed, but like. I mean, just presentable. I was, yeah, I was wearing like pajama pants, and then I changed into like my yoga shorts. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No Wait, doubt. is that is that if you finish? This is tell me. this is my tenth. I'm gonna finish my tenth right now. Oh. So my that's my God. tenth shot, and Are you I'm gonna be okay. Did you drive here? I didn't. I Ubered, that's and I'm smart. gonna get an Uber back. That's very smart. I figured it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like twenty bucks, but. <laughs> What else um, am I doing right now? This is actually, I went on a Bumble date and I spent about $50 in one night Ubering back and forth because we went to a brewery, so I was expecting to, like, drink, you know? Did you not? No, I did, but um, I just didn't have a good time on the date, and so um, I was like, I'm going to go there. I, maybe I drank more because I wasn't having as good of a time. <laughs> Why'd you go to date with it? You were gonna, we're gonna have a good time. Well, it was a with... no, it was a bumble date. So I thought I might have a good time, bumble but then date. I ended up as not opposed to like a, a Tinder date. date. No, as opposed to just like a person that I meet in life and I already oh, have a, I a connection with. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you something. Please ask me something. <clears throat> okay, so uh, if your life were rom com starting mm-hmm. now, or any kind of com, okay. or no, sorry, not com, uh, any kind of rom. Okay. Uh, what would be your narrative? Like, oh, is it the girl that's too busy with work, that's been through a bunch of shitty relationships, mm-hmm. and then she finds the one? Or is it like, oh, this is a girl oh, who's dated you know so many guys, or, or what? Um, so, so I would be the girl who has gone through so many shitty, you know, has just dated so many shitty guys. I'm just going to focus on me. Uh-huh. I'm going to focus on my own goals and, you know, fuck guys, whatever. So, like, this I'm is gonna, the moment where you're saying this is, fuck this guys. This is the moment. I, I'm not kidding. Yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm done dating. I'm yeah. done dating and i got to focus on I myself. Honestly, fuck dating. Fuck dating. I'm going to focus on myself. <laughs> Truly. Um, <laughs> I love to fuck other people. Anyway, uh, no, but it's, it's the time where I have decided that I am done looking and I'm going to focus on myself and then when I am doing something for myself, whether it is acting, going out for a drink with my friends, or, mm-hmm. you know, at a, at a temp job, doing reception, mm-hmm. the most beautiful man just walks in and it's just like, oh, hello. And, like, yeah. that's, that's my rom-com narrative. Yeah, I, yeah. Feel like, I, I feel like a lot of people would say that that's, like, copping out or something like mm-hmm. that, but... That's the best way to meet the person you're Literally, going to be with. Literally, the dream it, is you just for trying someone... to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, someone's going to come along and think you are beautiful, awesome, you know, and then, yeah. you know. And and I want you to know that that as a, as a, you are a man. And, um, I am a man. You identify as a man. And um, I think, and I've done this before, like I said, the comedian, I introduced myself said goodbye, mm-hmm. found him on Facebook, messaged him. Like, that is also, you don't necessarily have to be the handsome man swooping in and then being like, oh, and you being like, oh, let's go out. Ooh, like, that'd be nice, yeah. Yeah, it, but there could be a woman who meets you and thinks, oh, this guy's really nice and he's really cute and mm. I want to spend more time with him. <laughs> I'm, I don't think that it just has to be men who ask out women. Like, 
There right. could be there could be a girl who shows up and it's just like, oh my god, Luis is so cute mm-hmm. and like I like the way that we talk. Yeah. And they could slide into your DMs, you know? Because that's what and I'm I, trying I, to do. That's a huge more. relief, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that is the expectation. So I mm-hmm. do normally ask out the women. Um just because that's the expectation and that's what's yeah. easiest. But yeah, if I if I got a text from a girl that I was into, into I'd be mm-hmm. ecstatic. Yeah. You into any girls? Huh? Got any crushes? I do have one crush. <gasps> I won't say any more, but... You won't uh, say any more? You won't give us, like, at least, like, a... Literally zero more. (laughs) Where'd you meet her? Yeah, but I I feel like my narrative would be if I were in a rom Mm -hmm. of any sort. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, I'm someone who... I feel like I took a chance on love. Like, I really, really tried. Mm -hmm. And it was this, uh, I don't know, it was this fucking crazy thing that lasted for three years uh and i don't think that any party would disagree with that it was Mm -hmm. fucking crazy and now i'm just kind of like afraid i'm kind of afraid of um opening myself up to Mm -hmm. having that dependency because that was the biggest element in our relationship Mm -hmm. i've only had one girlfriend okay and it was just it was just too codependent it was Mm -hmm. it was very toxic okay uh, and I think she would agree with that if she were in the room with us. <laughs> I just yeah, did, it, like, a little shiver. It was, it was like, a oh really toxic codependency, yeah. and I feel like love really does feel like a drug. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds like, um, I don't know, bullshit, but I left that relationship just coming out of this, like, haze. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen the movie Annihilation? Wait, the, Did wait, you see the movie it? Annihilation? I haven't yet. I want to see it, but I hear Ooh, that there's. I hear that there good. is. I hear that there is body horror involved, and I'm not great with that. Man, I you don't. should watch it though. It's very. Uh, fun. I don't know if it's still in theaters. Anyway, besides the point. Theaters. Yeah. Anyway, continue. it's like I, I left this thing because um, I really tried at some point. Like I really tried to be this person that I feel like I ultimately want to be once I have. Mm-hmm. Like this solid foundation, but it was just so toxic. It, um, I don't know. It was it was miserable, and I think for both parties it was miserable. It was mm-hmm. just codependent, as codependent as could be. Really? Yeah, and I've never been the dependent person. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just very dependent on me, mm-hmm. and then I became dependent. It was just this fucking codependent. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. I punched a wall and broke my hand. <gasps> Did you know that? No, I didn't know I that. I fucking broke my hand. <laughs> I had a broken hand and everyone was telling me, including the girlfriend that I had, she, uh, she and everyone else was like, whatever, it's just swollen. Your hand's just swollen. My brother-in-law was like, dude, grow some balls. It's just swollen. What? Grow some cojones or whatever he oh fucking said. Oh my god! Uh, and I went to a doctor and it was broken all fucking hell. My my hand, and I, I I'm just not that guy. I don't get angry. I haven't gotten angry since we parted. I'm Why just not did that you guy. punch a wall? Like what was it that inspired it was you fucking to punch crazy. the wall? It was just it was an insane relationship. Okay. It was this fucking. Well, uh, I can only speak to my personal experience mm-hmm. but it was yeah, this um it was this like cocktail of infatuation uh-huh. and ha- just self-hatred i i started nice. to hate myself so much let me wait is my wallet here let me show you so i took my student idea ut uh-huh. 
And at the time, I thought, uh, I look pretty bad in this, but whatever. But I saw it recently, and I thought, Jesus fucking Christ, I look miserable. And I have some photos of myself when I was in this relationship. Let me see. And this was a normal day for me. Very normal. Oh, you look very sad. I look sad. I look drunk. I look like a drunkard. Yeah, you look very drunk. Damn. I started to... It it was such a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. It was so toxic. Um... You broke your hand. I broke my fucking hand. That's nuts. I only, the only bone, I I broke a bone in my foot and it, I wasn't even, it wasn't even something where I was like, I stepped down. I was like, oh, my foot's broken. Like I truly, it was just like, my foot's been hurting. I don't know why my foot's hurting. And then it's like, (laughs) oh, your foot's fucking broken. Like I've never Mm -hmm. imagined, like that is honestly like something that makes me so stressed is the idea of just like doing something and then immediately realizing like i am hurt like uh-huh, that's uh-huh. that's just very very stressful i was telling my brother-in-law he's the one that was like grow some cojones uh-huh. or whatever <laughs> i was like i was telling him I, I don't know i just feel like the bone is in the wrong place <laughs> and he was like dude you know what if you do go to the doctor then you gotta stop bitching about it uh-huh and then you went to the like, doctor and then i saw the x-ray and my, my bones are nowhere close to each other they're all fucked up oh my god i i feel like this relationship i punched a wall which i've never done since before or after and i haven't i haven't like cried after like i just don't like i was crying every other day because Mm -hmm. it was just this codependent toxic relationship i was fucking miserable there are horror stories i could tell you so much I, I feel like a lot of people romanticize hard relationships, thinking like yes. relationships are a fight. You know, you have yeah. to fight for the other person. And I and I do I do believe people when they say that relationships aren't easy mm-hmm. where you you know, you have to try. But you, you shouldn't do have, have to, to be fighting every day, you know? Yeah. Like it shouldn't be something that takes that much out of you. It should, you should be something fight that's, in like a wholesome uh, Yeah, and like a good word like, way. hey, you know, we love each other and yeah. we're, we're making it, you know, not in like a, it is so hard to be with you that I'm crying. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like folding someone's laundry that that's fighting for a relationship mm-hmm. just every yeah. day. Just, I folded your laundry. Like I brought you soup. Um, I called you because I know you're stressed about this interview, uh-huh. et cetera. That's, that's like, fighting. That's good. Even though you know? it's wholesome and it's calm and it's relaxing, that's fighting every day for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Whereas with her and I, it was like. Fighting for a relationship was just like fucking world ending, just yeah. miserable, just Damn. life or death, like so goddamn miserable. And I, I don't think she would disagree with me. It was miserable. Yeah. It was. It was this. It was this cocktail. Mm-hmm. This like piss haze tsunami that I. That, uh, you haven't seen Annihilation, but it's like this mm-hmm. shimmer where you go into it. And it's like you don't have any frame of reference to connect yourself to what's important. Yeah. And well, what's also, special. I, I feel like that might just be like, and that's and that's the thing that I'm nervous about is I've never had someone look at me and be like, "You are my girlfriend, and I'm your boyfriend." Really? Like, yeah, no, never. What does it feel like at this point? 
I feel like it's never going to happen, honestly. If I'm being completely honest, I feel like I will be alone forever. Um, Because I feel like if someone Mm -hmm. was going to love me, they would have by now. It's a very pragmatic way to look at things. Because, I mean, just mathematically, you're just like, that's the projection. Yeah. I (laughs) guess that's where it's been going. (laughs) We're talking about statistics. And based on the past performance, I Uh can say that nothing's ever going to happen. And I have a lot of people who tell me I'm wonderful and tell me that it's going to happen and all this thing and this stuff. Um, But I, fortunately for me at this point in my life I do have people who have been in serious relationships so I would hope that if I entered a relationship because Mm -hmm. my my biggest fear is that I would end up doing something like you did where it's 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 hard all the time and I think this is just how a relationship works you know yes yeah it was my first relationship, mm-hmm. and so, so I had no frame you, of reference. You had no I didn't frame of know. reference. So I, I would hope that friends who do have a frame of reference would say, no, it shouldn't be this hard. It should be right. easier. Um, but I think that my biggest fear is that I'm going to enter a relationship that is not good for me um, and that I will be stuck in it because I don't know that it's bad. I know? will say that I don't think you have to worry about that. You seem like a very put-together person. And you're – how old are you now? I'm 25. 25. I just feel like it's it's too late to have like a fucking miserable time in a yeah. relationship like yeah. someone will tell you and that's good. that's the thing though it's like you just don't know because mm-hmm. you know i give you two definitions of love which mm-hmm. is like one it's the the foundation that you built together and that's mm-hmm. the that's the dream and then two is like this this narcotic it's like this thing that you can't control and yeah. I, that was definitely uh, very present in my relationship my one relationship uh-huh which is the reason why I have, like, I don't know, fear of commitment, maybe fear of intimacy. Mm-hmm. It was just so prevalent. It was so awful. Like, at times I wanted to break up with this person. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I, I tried to break up with this person while we were driving. Mm-hmm. She would say, we're not parking until you tell me that we're not breaking up. Oh, it was just, like, no. it was very, very, very dependent. Also, you can't. And make a, a life decision like that. It was just I that kind I'm of not, thing. I'm not agreeing with her. I'm just saying that. Let, no, I get I, what you're saying. I also um there was a there was a <laughs> uh, a time with uh, let's say Zane. So uh, Zane and I were Zane. Zane. Um, it's okay, but look at his real name and look at how hard that is to translate into a code name. No, it's pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but but Zane and I were sort of like we we were. We were hooking up a lot, and uh, nice. I thought it was leading. Well, also, here's something that I feel. Well, I'm just gonna say this. Um, Go for I it. feel like, just based on my past experiences, uh, when a when a when a woman says I really like you mm-hmm. to a man, mm-hmm. they want it to move up. Yeah, they of course. want it to to ascend to something new. When a man says, I really like you, they're like, I'm happy with where things are. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah that makes sense to me. Yes. So, it's, so, it's different for women and men because uh-huh. women, it's like, and I'm not saying this, taking the piss out of, out of it at yeah, all. No, it's I like, understand. Yeah. women, they really do have like this, this time quota to meet. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like if you're not going to be the right guy, then I need to f- go find the right mm-hmm. guy. You can't waste my time. Yeah. And, Whereas and, men, it's like eh, who cares? And and uh, with you, kind of were like, oh, you had a friends with 
benefits situation it was literally i did you you well no you said that about me where you were like oh Oh, you had a where you were like you were like never had friends with benefits that would well the only time i've ever had a friends with benefits situation was the weird time where i was moving in a couple months where it wasn't i couldn't plan any routes but you know i like i was i was about to go where it was you know, it, there was an end. There was an end to the timeline. Mm-hmm. So that was the only friends with benefits relationship that I ever had mm-hmm. because I wasn't there long term. So it could never go and it couldn't ever extend to anything, you know? Right. Um, but but with um, Zane in particular, I told him that I really liked him. And then all of my girlfriends were like, and he was like, oh, I really like you too. And I was like, and all of my girlfriends were like, oh my God, he likes you when you're going to date and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but so that's what your girlfriends do. They build you up. Yeah. They build you up. <laughs> they build you up. And, 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 you know, mm. your guy friends do that too. They build you up. Hell they yeah. Say, yeah. If they're like, oh, this girl said this thing, you're in, you know? <laughs> um, but I was driving him home from mm-hmm. a date and uh, he was asking me all these questions, and I ended up telling him like all my secrets, all my feelings, everything ah. that had happened. But it was he was very involved. Where he was like, "Who is this guy? When did you date him? What time was this? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. who was this person? Well, mm-hmm. when did you stop dating him? Blah blah blah." And He's he very told interested. me everything. He was very interested. And he would ask me all these mm-hmm. questions, and I straight up was like, "If I tell you everything, you have to tell me everything." And Smart. he goes, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you got to get that info." And he goes, "I will." But then after he. I told him everything and he told me everything. We were driving home and, or I was driving him back to his place and he was like, basically I told him, I was like, hey, my biggest insecurity is that everyone starts something with me and then changes their mind. And then they decide that they don't want to date me. Yeah, that shit is hard. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of it, he goes, I feel Uh, like I should have told you sooner. But I'm not really looking for a serious relationship right now. And at the moment, I was driving, and I was like, I'm going to crash this car into a fucking tree because I, oh, my God. And I, (laughs) and he goes, are you mad? I'm like, yeah, I'm mad. (laughs) And I was driving, and I was like, and he goes, are you mad? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm mad that you (laughs) didn't tell me this. And he goes, okay, well, I'm sorry, and I think that blah, blah, blah. And it was just this, oh, my God, it was just the most awkward thing. And I dropped him off at that his house. That is fucking awkward. Yeah, and... and awkward um, and tedious. Yes. That's what that is. Yes. And so then, um, <laughs> and then I dropped him off, and he goes, are we okay? And I was like, I need some time to think. And he goes, okay. And then he kisses me goodbye. And I wasn't even able, he kissed me so quickly. Did you so kiss quickly. back goodbye? Uh, it was so quick that I didn't even have time to think about it. So you didn't I wasn't, kiss back goodbye. I, 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 I would say no. He kissed you mm-hmm. goodbye and you didn't kiss back. I, I would say so because I didn't expect him to kiss me goodbye because he just told me he didn't want to date me. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, he's going to get out of the He should kiss you car. on the cheek. He shouldn't kiss you. Yeah, he, no. He, he should. Or maybe put a, put a hand on my knee and be like, I will talk to you later. You know, yeah. something like that. Um, But he kissed me and I was like, meh. And then he left. <laughs> And it was uh, really fucking awkward and bad, and Man. it. it Who's just... this guy? What's his name? Uh, his name is Zane. Zane. Yeah, his that's name cool is Zane. Name. Uh, he's married now, so that's good. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a big thing. Um. Oh. Oh no! This is the best part. So. So. Uh. He told me he wasn't looking for a relationship. Uh. Two weeks later, he was. Oh. In a relationship, and he married her about a year ago. So. Have you seen when Harry met Sally? What are you talking about? 
<laughs> you haven't seen When Harry Met Sally? If I have, I you don't remember. You gotta it. fucking see it. I know you have a love drunk podcast. You haven't seen When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally is the best rom. When Harry Met Sally is the best rom com of all time. Okay. Name one better. Any Hall is pretty good, but it's not a rom com straight up. Do you have specific like love songs and breakup songs that you love? Like, what's your yes? Yes. Okay. Oh my god, I have a whole playlist. Oh damn! For for love songs or breakup songs? Breakup songs. Okay. What is? But first, what is your number one love song and your number one breakup song? Oh my god, I'm so over prepared for this answer. <laughs> my number one love song is uh, I think it's called "You Are the One" by Lionel Richie. Okay. Uh, and it's so sincere, it's so honest. It's like, you are the one, you are the rain that makes my life this foolish game. That's, you okay. are, I think it's called You Are, probably. Okay. yeah. By Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. and it's very sweet. It's actually my parents' song. Oh, that's sweet. But, um, yeah, I listen to that song, and I think, God, when I'm in love, I'm going to listen to this song, and I'm going to understand it. <laughs> Because um, now it's like a silly, hammy, cheesy song. Yeah. But when I'm in love, uh, hammy, cheesy stuff is going to be very... Yeah. You know. No, there are definitely like songs I associate with people, but I mm-hmm. don't necessarily, you know. Like, it's just, it's just I associate with them. I associate it with them, not because I was right. in love with them, but because... Right. Are you looking for your drink? No, I was looking for, <laughs> I was looking for my phone because I have a playlist. Oh. Okay, a breakup song. Okay, All right. breakup song. So check it out. Um, I have like four songs, depending mm-hmm. on how angry I am about the breakup. Okay. If I'm very angry, if I'm fucking angry about yeah. something, I'll listen to uh, I Don't Fuck With You. I think it's called. Oh my God. That was <laughs> you like. Know the song? By I Big super Sean. know this song. I have used it before. I've, I've never met anyone um, who knows this song. Uh, so, oh my god, no. I don't fuck with you. Was I don't w- fuck with you? you. Bitch, I got you? no feelings to go. I swear, I had it up to here. I got no feelings to go. I swear. Uh, fuck your two cents if you ain't paying for the bill. Yes. Oh my god. That no, song that is was, very childish, I, but it's very fun to listen to no, when you're I super, very angry. I, I super associate it with one particular person in my life, and it was funny because... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of my one of my best friends was going through a breakup at the same time. Uh-huh. I was like, not going through a breakup, but going through something. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and I both use that song. And so anytime we hear "I Don't Fuck with You," we're like recording it and like sending it to each other on Snapchat. I um, can't believe that anyone else has a relationship I, with this song. There's there's a there's a video <laughs> of me in my sophomore year of college walking through a doorway in like a like a like a. Um, like this old like grandma sweater with my hair all up and sunglasses where it's like I don't fuck with you and I walk through the door and I just like look around and I go back again and that's um that's that's something I associate that with uh Derek for sure but it, it yeah it was a time in my life where I was like gotta gotta hear that song where I don't fuck with you you uh, little stupid ass bitch I don't fuck with you that like, is yeah. ab- I, I don't know if uh-huh. anyone listening knows that song well but that's exactly the lyrics you gotta so you she's gotta, definitely listened to gotta, the song yeah no I definitely listened to the song I don't um, fuck with you yeah no my, my best friend from home was like my favorite lyrics are fuck your two sons if you ain't paying <laughs> like that's and yeah <laughs> Yeah, that no, song is very fun. If you want to feel very, very childish fun. and you feel very, very yeah. angry, if I'm less angry but I'm still angry, mm-hmm. here's what I listen to. I listen to Marissa, Marisa Hackman, her song. God damn it, I can't remember how it's what it's called, but mm-hmm. it's like 
she says, look at the people walking like insects. I'd rather be with them. They're having an argument. Mm -hmm. And she looks out the window and she says, look at those people walking like insects. I'd rather be with them because this room smells like you and I don't want to be a part of it. I feel like that song is amazing for, I don't know, explaining. I'm very drunk. I don't know if if what I'm saying. He is love drunk. I feel like this time uh, specifically is very hard because Mm -hmm. people have big expectations people want to mm-hmm. uh follow through with the things that they yeah. they 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 wished for themselves mm-hmm. uh but some of those things are inconsistent with reality some of those things are inconsistent with um i don't know a healthy relationship yeah. i was with this girl and her what she wanted from me wasn't realistic like yeah. uh i don't know yeah. it, it's just hard it's it's, it's just fucking hard it's just fucking hard um mm-hmm. So I have one more question for you. Okay. <laughs> um, Luis, mm-hmm. what does love feel like? What does love feel like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wait, so I gave you two definitions. Yes. Which which definition are you talking about? I feel like the second one might be the better The infatuation one? one? No, no, no. The infatuation one was the first one, wasn't it? The infatuation was the second one. What was the first one? The first one was a shared relationship that you built together. Okay, built never mind. The first one. The first one. Yeah, no. <laughs> the first what one? does that first one feel like? I'm not sure. I was in this relationship where we were so toxically co- codependent. It was like a carnival, funhouse, insane, insane mm-hmm. exercise and, and, and just human arrogance that we could just make this thing happen. It was like, it was like people building a house on sand. It was just not solid okay so i don't know i have no idea i have absolutely no but idea about fucking anything okay that's yeah. acceptable i don't know either like truly i started this podcast because mm-hmm. i have no idea so mm-hmm. i'm literally just trying to get examples yeah. from everyone so um trying to crowdsource um, yeah, mm-hmm. information yeah truly <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to know what to expect but i also feel like when uh when i fall in love and when you fall in love um it'll mm. be totally different we'll all have our different opinions and different ideas of everything um but love is complicated and it's weird and dating in la is weird and dating in la is weird yeah guys are scary yeah men are scary i would hate to deal with a guy yeah (laughs) lucky you um this is funny this is uh probably the most bleak way we've ever ended this podcast yeah for sure yeah that shit's bleak. <laughs> that shit is bleak. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank on you. Love Junk. Um, I've been having so much fun. Yeah, thank you. I'm so glad. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Love Drunk Pod. Follow me on Instagram at OCharlotteRose. Follow me on Twitter at OCharrose. Do you have any like social media you want to like plug or, or anything um, you want to plug at all? No, I guess if you wanted to follow me, I don't post anything, but it's at Jesus, you're, I forgot. You're looking at me like I know, and I don't. I, it's know. like Luis something. It's That's like my Luis name is Luis. Dot, it's Luis dot Reyes, Reyes dot, dot V. v? Or something Ooh, like that. Yeah, yeah no, we like got that. it. Um, try. I will also before I <laughs> just try before I post this podcast. I usually look up the social media of the person so I can spell it right. Uh, it will be in the info. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all I got for you tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. I was so fucking excited. Like, I I love talking about love. No one else really likes talking about it. And you get drunk while you do it, which is very fun for me personally. 
Yeah. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. For Charlotte Rose and Luis Reyes at Love Drunk, be loved and stay drunk, my friends. We love you. Good night. Have a good night.